At the weekly meeting of Clavern 900 of the United Clans of America, UKA, in Theodore, Alabama, on March 18, 1981, Benny Jack Hayes stood before the dozen Klansmen and raged against the rise of black people. Benny was the Great Titan, the highest-ranking officer of the UKA in the southern half of Alabama. The bespectacled, white-haired 64-year-old might have spent his last years rocking his grandchildren on the porch, but he had risen quickly in the clan despite being Catholic in an overwhelmingly Protestant organization that had once considered Catholics no better than infidels. The clan leader lived in a house on seven acres in Theodore, which was fifteen miles southwest of Mobile. Theodore was a poor white man's redoubt, small homes and trailers spread out among the jungle-like foliage. It was as close to paradise as Benny was likely to get, especially because he had a cabin for clan meetings on his property. The clansmen attending the evening assembly sat in several rows of chairs. An altar-like shrine stood in the front of the room. There sat a candle, a container of water, an open Bible, and an American flag with a cross laid across it. A Confederate flag stood in the corner. Your Excellency, the sacred altar of the clan is prepared. The fiery cross illumines the clavern, said Thaddeus Red Betancourt, the clockard or teacher, pointing to the lit candle. Clansman, what means the fiery cross? asked Benny's son-in-law Frank Cox, the exalted cyclops or clavern president. We serve and sacrifice for the right, said all the clansmen. No one in the clavern spoke the sacred language with more passion than did Teddy Lamar Kaiser. He was a plump, expressionless young man with an enormous head and pink, baby-like skin. Kaiser stood just barely over five feet and looked like a boy among grown men. A few years before, a group of black men had stolen Kaiser's watch. From then on, he had hated the whole race, and the clan gave him the chance to strike back. Some of his fellow clansmen dismissed Kaiser because of his height, but that just compelled him to do almost anything to be accepted as their equal. He placed himself at the head of the line volunteering for what the UKA called missionary work, and his favorite involved beating up black men. When the clansmen had their victim bloodied, bruised, and spread-eagled on the ground, the last thing they did before walking away was to tell the man straight out, The cops are clan and you go to the cops, and we'll come back and kill you. Kaiser lived in Mobile on Herndon Avenue in one of the four houses Benny owned and had broken up into apartments. A few weeks earlier, the clan leader had come to the street and thundered about whites watching black Mardi Gras parades. For the next black parade, Benny commanded that Kaiser and some other clavern members slash tires all around the area and ordered that the tires be cut on the sides so they could not be patched and that at least two tires of each car be punctured. The clansmen waited until the sounds of music and cheers wafted out across the streets, and then started slashing and puncturing away. Kaiser bragged that he had damaged tires on sixty-five cars in one parking lot alone. That had been a great day for Kaiser, but since then, he had gotten in trouble. He had taken a recruit's application money and spent it at a bar. The clavern could have decided he was not proper clan material and thrown him out, but he was liked by a number of clan members, and the group decided instead that they would whip him. Kaiser shuffled to the front of the room. If he had walked out of the meeting, no one would have stopped him. But these were his friends, and he was part of what he considered a marvelous kinship. 
and he knew he had to take his punishment. Per protocol, the sacred items were taken off the altar, and Kaisar knelt down with his hands on the wooden surface. After a few words justifying and ennobling what was about to take place, the exalted Cyclops hit him with a leather belt. Kaisar tried not to flinch or to show any pain, but he was close to crying. After the exalted Cyclops struck him the last of the required fifty lashes, Kaisar limped back to his seat. The men deferred to Benny, not only because he was the great titan, but also because they saw him as a man of a substance far beyond theirs. Benny also had all kinds of properties and business interests to which they could hardly dare aspire. He was born Herman Otto Houston in rural Missouri in 1916. His own father was a drunk, and for a time the family was so poor they lived in a tent on the riverbank. At age 16, the illiterate teenager left home for good. Benny loved to spin tales of how he had ridden the outlaw roads with the infamous Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow of criminal legend. It seemed an unlikely story, but Benny had such vivid details that his family thought it was probably true.